Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic things. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome everyone. And uh, we're going to... I really didn't Speaking even want to get... Nonsense. Talk about what we're talking about today, because the, the speech that Biden gave... To me, it was just more of the same. I I wasn't even going to listen to it. I had heard a couple other podcasters talk about it, and I thought, well, I what? So what? I mean, this, this kind of stuff happens all the time. But I went ahead and listened to it, and I got to tell you, I I think it's downright scary, and it and it makes me sad because I think it just kind of. It let us know a lot of things that I guess we did know. We just didn't know. Uh, we didn't know how severe things were and how severe things are about to be. And I think this speech told us that. Yeah, yeah. And and in fact, I I, I think that there's uh, well, you know, there's there's two two possible interpretations of this speech. One is is hopeful. And we'll get into that a little bit. Okay. And the other is, like you said, um, kind of a realization that not only is it every bit as bad as we thought, but it has reached the point where those in power don't care who knows that it's that bad kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's that's what caught me here is that, I don't know, I suppose there are still people who have got their head buried in the sand. Like, um, and and I keep thinking, no, there can't be anyone left who doesn't know what's going on. But then, like, uh, I stopped using this, there's a website, neighborhood.com or something like that, where it's like a neighborhood mm-hmm. chat place. And I stopped using it when, when I realized half the people there were just a bunch of Karens. And uh, yeah. the site itself supported the... Uh, was the the Black Lives Matter thing? So I was like, "Well, I'm not. Oh, right. I'm not coming to this site anymore if they're going to support communists." Anyway, but they keep sending me crap. They keep sending me emails, and I've marked them as spam a hundred times, and yet I keep getting it. I have uh, unsubscribed, and I've told Google this is spam, and I still keep getting it. You still get them. Yeah. Anyway, I clicked on it once. Yeah. Uh-huh. Out of curiosity for something. And then I ended up looking at some of the discussions. And I saw this lady griping because the price of donuts and Kroger's had doubled in the past year. And she, the weird thing is she was talking as if Kroger is is sticking it to the small man, you know? Oh, Kroger like, is is uh, getting one over on us, and there's no way it costs that for much donuts. for them to make donuts. <laughs> and I, one guy tried to correct her and say, "Look, this isn't. It's not based on how much money they think they can get. It's based on how much it costs. It costs mm-hmm. them X." And he actually broke the price down and said, "This is how much it costs to do this." And uh, and then another guy said, and all of this is costing more because of Joe Biden. Yeah. And, like, everybody jumped on him. Why you got to turn everything political? And I'm like, are you 
Because it is. Are you people insane? <laughs> that is why we're paying more money, because of politics. Joe Biden is the reason our gas is $5. Those stickers that say, I did this, there's a reason they exist. Because he did that. He really did. It's all politics. So I guess there's some people who, uh, I would say, like, stormtroopers could storm our house and kill all political opposition, and these people would still think that, well, they were just doing their jobs and taking care of mm-hmm. terrorists or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they would you think know? they were on the good side by supporting the the, the, um, the FBI. O- overreaching government. Yeah, right. they're, they're really that dumb. And it's, I guess it's to a point where they choose to be that dumb. And I know... Everybody out there has friends like this. They're like, well, they're nice people. It's just he's he's just stuck in this world. I'm sorry. They're bad people. That doesn't cut it. No, they're bad when people. You, when and you're that unwilling to see the truth, you've become a bad person. And you're an enemy now. And it, it's got to be treated that way, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well, what's scary is that this speech was written to exactly that kind of per I mean to the extent that it was written to the American people. Yeah. Which I don't think it was. It yeah. was written to exactly that kind of person that you're describing. That's right. who this speech is to. Right. And I guess we'll we'll get into the specifics of that as we go through. I I chronologically made notes. So we'll just start at the beginning um one of the first things he did was define who our enemies are for us. He said that not not all Republicans are mega Republicans. Some of them are working with the Democrats. That clues us all in. Any whoever he's talking about is our enemy now. I think. Well, that, and you know that's the thing. I mean, it, like. On the, on the White House website, it has this, remarks by President Biden on the continued battle for the soul of the nation. Now, this is remarkable only in the sense, I don't think that, that there was previously a, uh, ever a president, you know, a sitting president, uh-huh. who used his position as the president to, uh, delineate, you know, uh, certainly there may have been presidents who felt like, hey, we need to fight for the soul of our nation, but it would not have been like not this. It would have been, we need Democrats. to fight against yeah. a feeling of despair. We need to fight against, um, the, the, the onslaught of, of, um, external ideals that, that are seeking to undermine us. We need to, right. this, I, I think is unique and remarkable because the fight, the battle that he's bringing out, and he just got it there in the headline, continued battle for the soul of a nation, of the nation, battle against a specific targeted group of people who are U.S. citizens. Yeah, and he named them, and it's, I think at this point we could say it's the majority of people. I, I think we're over 50 Yeah, that's the other thing, because, you know, this speech, it, it does not come off when he gives the speech, the, the, the setting, it was a small crowd. I mean, they, they showed a little yeah. bit uh, of the clip on C-SPAN. And, and, you know, it's a small crowd, and this does not come off as him addressing the American people. He is addressing that crowd yeah. who are already his his 
um, you know, his cheer rally. It, right. This is more like the, um, if, if ignore the wording, this, this has more the feel of, um, like a speech that a CEO of a company would give to his top tier sales team as they right. go into some kind of negotiations or something like that. It's, right. it's that kind of a, you know, team rally, not an address to the country. Right. I guess and, my point here is that he drew the line for us that yeah. mega Republicans are one thing and the establishment Republicans, the rhinos, Mitch McConnell, is an entirely different thing, and we yeah. need to, from now on, see them as part of the enemy. They are. That's true. That's true. Democrats. He clarified that for us. Um, and I don't see how anyone could have not seen that anyway. But now, even the re- the Democrats understand it, know it, and he admits it here. You know, not mm-hmm. everyone's his enemy. Just the mega Republicans. And right. Um, yeah. We'll get but, into more know, of that even, in a minute, but I don't even think he's talking about regular American citizens because all the places that he says we, we, our, our nation, we the people, I think the whole leftist project and, and actually the whole institutional government project is that we means the ones in power. It doesn't even mean the population oh, yeah. occupying the continent of the United States. Oh, well, yeah, certainly. Between Canada and Mexico. But but that's one of the things that but but because we is how are we gonna control all these people? All of those stupid Democrats and and uh blind leftist sheep out there in the regular land of America are gonna think he's talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just stupid. Because they think they they think that uh, being on the winning side will help them somehow. They don't understand mm, right. that they're going to suffer just as much as we do. They're going to go through all the same things that we... Maybe they won't be um, targeted, but the end result, the fall of America and the, the terrible times that are coming at us, the starvation that may be headed our way... They're going to go through that too. They're not going to have food and us not have food. That's yeah. not going to happen. They no. don't. No. They really don't see it. They're just stupid. Um, you know, another thing he did early on is, you know, he kind of tried to define himself as for freedom and for democracy. And then he defe- he kind of spelled out our side. You know, he, he used a lot of generalities like, for violence and for insurrection, things like that. But mm-hmm. whenever he talked about very specific, quote, radical ideas, he could only name a few. And this really is the ultimate uh, difference between us and them. He spelled it out. Pro-life. Um, That's true. Anti-gay, pro-life, pro-marriage. Pro-life, and pro-marriage. And pro-limited government. And he didn't even say that. Well, no, he but he's talking about limited government. He's he talking about like like people gays? being against the FBI just doing their job. Okay, but Pe- that, people that was get later. upset. When it was, that was yeah, that's true. When it was he, much later when he that's spelled true. out our side. It was pro life. It was the anti gay marriage, 
And yep. he he did also mentioned contraception, which I'm willing to admit that was but, weird. Um, it's that weird, weird that he would say that because it's never been mentioned except for a few. I mean, far far right Catholics like us. Yeah, I mean, most, uh, which, most Catholics you know, don't even. That gives me hope. That. I mean, is is there enough of a popular groundswell against contraception that he thinks great. he needs to bring this up? <laughs> that would be yeah. that would be nice to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Okay, but those—that's all. That's the only radical thing he could say about us. Other than that, what yeah. can he say? Pro Everything business, else was um, uh, anti-taxes. What's mm-hmm. radical about us? He can't think of anything radical, except for those. So he things. just attaches labels like radical, violent, uh, angry, whatever. You know, here's here's the thing that's interesting is how he talks about violence. Um. And even he he refers to political violence. Now, you know, we know, in fact, everybody knows, everybody who's been paying attention knows that there really hasn't been any political violence perpetrated by MAGA people. Yeah, none. Period. None, none at all. But there has been a vi- lot of violence in the last couple of years. We do know that. And it was perpetrated by the people who are against MAGA people. In fact, not just the last couple of years. We've been fighting a increasing tide of violence from those who identify with the left. Not for the past two years, but since since Trump got elected in 2016. Yeah. And this kind of, Have you ever seen the movie The Running Man? You, you haven't, I guess. No, I haven't. Okay, We've it's worth a watch before. because... It's a movie for our times mm-hmm. in the sense that the news is merely changed to fit what the then ruling, um, you know, institutional government wants it to be to try to, to get people's attitudes where they want them to be. And nobody bothers to remember that, wait, that's not how things really went. Well, when it's presented to them, they just take it and consume it as, Hey, that's yeah, great. Rah rah, and but, it it's that it's like he's doing that already in today, and and I would not have described America as dystopian yet. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's what is scary that's about exactly this. what they did in 1984. Mm-hmm. And it, yes, and this is just, Orwellian deeply. Yeah, yeah, it's weird that that he says these things. I. It didn't surprise me, though, because they've been doing this for years, and I'm just surprised that they they even say it still. Why? Why? Are you, well, everybody knows that there was no violence in this. Yeah. Other than a few uh, Trump supporters getting murdered. Other than that, there just really wasn't any violence. Yeah, there wasn't any uh, violence. So, now, he did spell out some things. He, he said some things that... To me, it it's a wake up. It, it it lets us know what direction they are headed in. And the big, mm-hmm. the first one he mentioned was overcoming the state election laws. That's what yeah he's about to try to do because he, he wants a lot to of states cut are like, off the states. Yeah, um, to, you know, if you wanted to do it right, if you wanted to uphold the Constitution, you would need a constitutional amendment to do that. Yeah, well, but. We know that the leftists, the Democrats, and Joe Biden do not want to uphold the Constitution. We know 
that it is in their way and they want to tear it down. Yeah. And he, he specifically talked about the state election laws, which I, yeah. they bypassed all the election laws. That's why Joe Biden's in That's office. That's why he's sitting um, there. Yeah. They're, I guess they're planning to do this again, but I, I, I don't know what direction they're going to take there. I don't know how they're going to There's do this. There's a lot more people who are awake and ready for it this time. Yeah. Let's it's, hope. It, but this might be, I mean, this might be the precursor for what's about to happen right before the election in order the, to take out the people who are trying to stop it, you know? Oh, right. This is... I, well, like I said, we'll get into it when he, when he says things like pay attention and, you know, report people who maybe are for Trump and might cause problems during the election. I think that's what part of this speech was about. Mm-hmm. And he mentions uh, blind loyalty to a single man is anti-democracy. Um, you know, I wanted to point out something here, and I, I would say... In a way, he's kind of right. Blind loyalty to a single man is anti-democracy. And that's why I am praying that Trump, if he's going to run, comes out against these vaccines. Because if he doesn't, I just can't support him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But anyway, here's the thing about Trump is that Rush Limbaugh pointed this out over and over again. The media builds up and tears down people all the time. And they like to be in control of that. So people like the Bushes, not the Bushes so much as, who's the guy that Trump and and always fought with? uh, Mick something. I can't remember his name. He's dead now, but he had... McCain? McCain. Yeah, that's him. McCain. The the one who ran against Obama first. Right. Okay. Second. So McCain was popular because the media made him popular because they saw a guy who was easy to push around and then they built him up and they took him down when they needed to take him down. When they didn't want him to win against Obama, then Mm -hmm. he didn't win. Trump is one of those guys who was not built uh, on the media's, on, on the left's and elitist permission. He built himself. Right. I mean, there was a movement there of all of us who knew something was wrong and was trying to find some way to solve it. And he took that leadership role, but everything he did, he did on his own. And he didn't use, other than manipulating them, he didn't use the media's, uh, he didn't use the media to build himself up. Yeah. And so they couldn't destroy him either. Which meant he wasn't, that's kind of the capital sin. Or the yeah. uh, cardinal sin, you know, of, of of politics in America today is to be your own man. Yeah. And so that's, he's saying single man. It's not the single man. He happened to step no. into a movement, but he is the one guy who is uncontrolled by them. And that's why right. they hate him so much. And as we pointed out last week, right now, pretty much everyone in power is controlled by the FBI because the FBI has a whole bunch of uh, files yeah, that Epstein used to belong files. to Epstein. So, and that's why the Epstein, the uh, FBI's 
running out of control. They're doing whatever they want, and they don't seem to answer to anyone. But and whatever the FBI doesn't have, or anybody who the FBI doesn't have something on, the, the media, you know, anybody who's in an upward track in politics, the media is already doing everything they can to try to establish them, you know, to, to bring the lens out so that they can always portray them the way they want to, as you say, build them up, tear right. them down, whatever. Um, the, so, I mean, Trump, it's not even, I mean, he, as a man, I, I think he deserves a lot of credit and a lot of loyalty, but the movement itself wasn't even as much about the man as it was about the ideal of right. having someone in government who wasn't beholden to either the media or the institution. Right. And I mean, when we were... But, but only to the Constitution. When we were young and mom and dad had begun getting into political movements, that's when we kind of took on the understanding that that there's not really two sides, that there's only one side, and the rest of this is just a show. And... Mm-hmm. um that's been kind of now we know that's true and yeah, now more I mean, and we, more people are knowing it and I mean, when that's we were teenagers, what Trump we, demonstrated we knew the word republicrats yeah so his next uh, point is that we all have to unite behind democracy this is all about getting Karens to turn people in that's what this is mm-hmm. going to turn into um and he even, you know, he talks about the FBI in January 6th. People uh, coming out against the FBI who are only doing their jobs. Give me a break. I don't, I mean. I know. That's. <laughs> the families that they come down on and it's like, oh my gosh, does he. No, he doesn't think anyone believes his. He, what he's doing is setting the stage for Karens and say, hey. Don't worry, the FBI is going to take care of those neighbors who have Trump flags flying, and all you have to do is be able to report them for us. Hey, that Trump supporter has guns, and they've already got the this stage set for that with these other red flag laws, so that anyone who's a Trump supporter who's already who's now been defined as a terrorist shouldn't have a gun, and all they need is for Karen to turn him in and say. Hey, my next door neighbor has guns, and he and he's a Trump supporter. So, uh, therefore, he's dangerous. That's what yeah. that's what this is yeah. all leading to, and that's what it was all about. It was introducing these things, and well, it's introducing that. But he also talked a lot about um, the the voting in the elections, and I think that's even yeah. more scary because. What he's doing is setting up a, you know, he says, he, he says, oh, there's people out there who want to deny the will of 81 million voters in a free, fair election. <laughs> and he, I mean, he, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. Um, I mean, we can laugh at the fact that, uh, on a rational level, it's bumbling stupidity. Yeah, but it's because not. the, um, nobody's, Nobody wants to deny the results of a free, fair election. Right. The debate is whether the election was free and fair. You know, that's right. But, um, but he obviously can't engage that at that level. That, that would be suicide politically for him to do so. 
Right. But he has to engage it somehow. So what he's doing is setting it up for, especially as they start going after uh, the the state control of the election process. Yeah. And bring it into a centralized federal control of the election process. And now the election results are whatever the federal government says it is. And if you disagree with it, if you question it in any way, you are an enemy of democracy. That's right. That's what he's setting up. This is George Orwell. This is, you know, 1984, just 40 years later. Yeah. He also, he said a couple of things that I just kind of had to chuckle out. He said, there, there's no place for political violence in America, especially there in that in that spot where they had signed the Declaration of Independence. Um, I just kind of <laughs> thought that was funny because that's exactly <laughs> how America that started. Was, that, <laughs> that was extremely America. violent. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be pro-insurrectionist and pro-American. Oh, wait a minute. In that yeah. case, we would all be British? <laughs> yeah. I mean... How dumb can you get? He's like, yeah, go, go, go take a history lesson or something. You know, here, here's another thing though. He also said that when's the last time you've seen him give a speech and uh, it's been a while and get all the way through it. It's been a while. How did they get him? Because there were people there. Yeah. How did yeah, they get know. him to give that speech? I don't know. I wonder about I mean, did, it. I just, how many what kind of drugs did they have him on to be able to deliver that speech that long without bumbling, uh, going off the rails, forgetting what he's supposed to say, forgetting he why robot? he's there? I think he's well, a robot. Do you, do you remember? I don't know. Uh, there was an episode of Star Trek when, when, where the planet they were going down to kind of like reminiscent of, of, um, you know, thirties Nazi Germany. And there was the, the, the leader kind of, um, yeah. And as they got down there, they're, you know, kind of engaging to see what's what. But they discovered that the leader actually um, wasn't speaking at all. What they would do is have him on TV. Now, this, you know, obviously this isn't what's happening. But he, they would have him on TV um, and make it lip, look like his lips are kind of moving and then just play like past speeches. That's how, like, yeah. how brainwashed the people of the that particular world had become. But this Biden giving this long a speech, like eerily reminds me of that episode of Star Trek. I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm not I wonder, saying that they did something like that. It's just weird I that he was able to do that. Sometimes wonder if, if they pulled a fast one, if he's not like there's as, a lookalike. No, if, oh. if he's not as bad off as we all thought he was. The bumbling is the act. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I don't don't know. It's weird that he was able to pull that off because he's very rarely able to pull anything off. He usually loses track of where he is and who he is. It's Mm -hmm. weird. Um, Yeah, he also said uh, pro-insurrection and pro-American do not match. You know, you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-American. Yeah, that's that's what I was... Talking that's about. just well, silly. That, that, I mean, that makes us British. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, <laughs> let's when, go. Let's go. Give our uh, our flag back to the king. <laughs> he talked about a mass violence and riots that he predicts coming. He he kind of predicted 
violence and riots. And I, I got to say, this is this is what they are setting up is to make it look like we are rioting when we're not. The the exact same the, thing that fact, happened in January six. They'll go riot. And, yeah. and call it us. I mean, that's they're already doing that. The, that's what the they violence did over the past two already. years. And he is saying that that's mega violence. As a matter of fact, um, we he even mentioned the the violence against the FBI. That guy in Cincinnati, who we still don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. I, that was fake. I'm sorry, it's fake, and we mm-hmm. know it's fake. And there's nothing they can do to make us think it's not fake. And I don't, I guess it's just, it's weird how, as you pointed out earlier, they know that we know. And they know that most Americans know. But they're going through this charade anyway for some reason. As if. Because if they have enough of, if, if the they includes enough of police power, FBI, state police forces, whatever. You know, if if there is a enough consolidation of police power, then it really doesn't matter what we know. All it takes is is you know, yeah. one in three people going along with their game and pointing out the the um, the, the dissenters like us. Yeah. To yeah, hey, there's the bank magas over there, uh, so that they can go over and beat them with clubs and and. That kind of stuff. Whatever it is they do, you know, they're right. going to do. The, but that's I, all. Know, that's why he's doing this. Yeah, and and I think I think the January six uh, was kind of a. I think they wanted to see how uh, FBI agents how how far they could push the FBI agents and the Capitol Police mm-hmm. into violence against the people. Into, into breaking yeah, like into a, families' a homes and, see, okay, are they really going to go all the way or will some of them say, hey, this is not... This, they right. have very few whistleblowers. This tells you how bad the FBI is. And I'm not going to say, like most people, I'm not going to put that, oh, it's not the agents on the ground, it's just the guys at the top. No. The, no, agents, the agents on the ground, on the ground are doing too. what the guys the at the top told to them. Back off and say, no, this, you know, <laughs> this isn't the right way. And again, I will say, as I've always said, we've got uh, the same problem in local law enforcement. We we saw that with those cowardly police hiding from the gunmen. Mm-hmm. The law enforcement will do what they're told to do. And when the FBI comes into Cincinnati Police Department and says, all right, we're going to arrest these people, these people, or these people, because they're around them up for political yeah. violence, they will do what they're told. People don't understand. You got to get off this back the police bit. You, we have to reform the police. Um, it, I just, it, it's so it's weird. It's a dicey watching situation though, because because, because we also need police. Well, no, not not. I don't mean that. What I mean is that um, the anti-police movement is not anti-police powers. The anti-police movement is uh, about getting rid of, rid of police and replacing them with, with hired gang members. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, so it's like, okay, well, so it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation when it right. comes to police right now. Right. And it's, uh, 
you know, the, the Democrats will praise the police when it suits them. And when it doesn't suit them, they will damn the police. And it's, um, but you'll never hear them damn the FBI. Not since, not since Obama was elected. Right. FBI can do no wrong anymore. Now that Obama has weaponized them as a leftist, um, political, uh, police force. Yeah. And of course he's talking about respect the guardrails in, in elections. This is again, he went on for a little bit more about the elections, 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 elections. This is about eliminating those people who are right now trying to straighten out the process to keep cheating from to make sure it stays fair and free. (laughs) Right. It, and I don't, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, he said, I'm going to protect uh, with every fiber of my being and asking every American to join me. Um, yeah, that's, join me, be a Karen, turn in the bad guys so that we yep. can take care of them. That's what's coming. Um, and then he said some things that I just, I thought, I can't believe he's saying this. He said, today's yeah. economy is stronger than any economy in the world. Today's American economy it- is stronger that's, than any economy in the world. That's what I, I'm telling you. This is like the running man. It's, I think in the beginning of 84, uh, I think his first assignment that they were showing you what uh, his job was, and they had reported that there would be a, a raise in the chocolate rations, and he had to change that to the chocolate rations would be cut. Uh-huh. And change all the newspapers to make it say cut. And then everybody would would cheer and rally about the fact that chocolate rations had been raised or cut because it had something to do with the troops or something. But it oh, was like, right, yeah, right. it was okay. he was changing the history of what they said and changing mm-hmm. what they were doing to make it match what they were saying right now. And, yeah, it's just. Today, the economy is stronger than yeah, ever before. That's, I like, just, that's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, and I guess there are people, like I saw on this neighborhood site, she thinks that the economy is strong and must be strong because companies are getting three times as much money as they did before. It's just that they're oh. being stingy with it. I think that's how some of these people think. They're just that yeah, stupid. Everything's more expensive. Economy must be strong. And then he said that it, he made America safer by with his anti-gun laws. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if the murder rates have all gone up. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Again, he's just saying things that as if as if we have no clue what's going on outside our door. He said yeah. uh, he's helped the healthcare industry. Um and and he's helped it more than anything since Obamacare came into. Look, I remember healthcare before Obamacare, and I remember how much worse it got since then, and how much harder it is to get any kind of healthcare now. And mm-hmm. then since COVID, it's been like uprooted, got even destroyed. worse. Yeah, people yeah. are dying for no reason now, and people are dying waiting for very simple services. That could be given to them, but aren't because of our terrible healthcare system, which has been, it's like commandeered. There's, 
I, I would say most doctors are not doctors. They're state employees. Yeah. If, if you want to find a doctor, the only doctors that exist now are on that, that what is that, frontline project? The uh, mm-hmm. the ones who were yeah, the, fighting the COVID lies. If, right. If, yeah, if his know, name's not in mean. there, he's not a doctor. He's a state employee. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I, I, you just can't deny, you can't think that the healthcare industry is better than it was pre-Obama five years ago. I, yeah, it was. Yeah, or I, even I, pre-Biden. Yeah. I mean, twenty it's years ago, worse. but certainly, certainly, yeah, pre-Biden. Yeah. He also said something that kind of made me chuckle. Is he said he's we're going to end cancer in America, and you yeah, know, i I think he's I think he mentioned that because I think we're going to see. Um, we're going to see cancer rates go way down because I think people um, won't live long enough to get cancer. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's not just won't live. I think it might have something to do with this uh, vaccine that people maybe who are uh, predisposed to get cancer to have cancer are oh, going to off. be rooted out. Yeah, I I think that I think the vaccine is killing certain people. I don't know. Maybe not. The way he says that, but we're going to end cancer as we Why know would it. anyone say Mark that? Mark my words. That's why a weird thing that? to insert there. Exactly. I think they did end cancer. Not only that, but cancer patients aren't able to get to be diagnosed. And we've had this going on since COVID. Oh, because of, yeah, because of the COVID thing. Um, I mean anything that's not life-threatening they don't even treat anymore and i know things have now there's places up where that's turning bit. around it is turning around a little <clears throat> bit but if it's, but, it's my understanding that um you know when covid started they didn't want to overwhelm the hospital so um all the nurses and doctors got fired and there's a bunch of nurses and doctors without work and then more lost their jobs when they said no i won't get vaccinated Right. And then, um, I, I, I don't know. The, when I go to any kind of medical facility, I, I, it looks like a joke to me. And I don't think cancer patients are getting the kind of care they... Well, you lost a sister-in-law to cancer. And it really kind of... Didn't it go yeah. back to the COVID thing? She didn't. It I did. can't remember what it was. I, she wouldn't wear a mask or... I don't know. No, no. That, that was... Um... She that that was a little bit different because she had okay. her own problems, but um, it was really kidney disease. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, and she she didn't want to eat the way they were saying and stuff. But but at one point she she got she she came down positive for COVID, so they wouldn't treat her at the dialysis unit. So she had to go into the hospital for the dialysis. Yeah. Um, and and it's from there that that she was so miserable from the COVID that, that she decided she's just not even going to fight anymore. Okay. Gave up on dialysis. Okay. I got it wrong, but okay. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. And he said the future will be, uh, we'll say made in America, no matter what the white supremacists say. Now what? That was the weirdest street. Now I think this is when so he weird. Said, he said made in America. And then I think he was starting a new, line of thought when he said no matter what the white supremacists say but but this was 
the I think it I think if you look up the transcript, it'll say the future will be made in America, no matter what the white supremacists say. I think that's what I heard. <laughs> but first of all, made in America. I I mean. Trump was bringing manufacturing back to America. Trump was all about made in America. <laughs> and and they put a dead stop to that. Nothing's made in America. It, I mean, they made sure of that. Nothing can be made in America anymore. Hell, we ain't got no energy. But He says, and then, American manufacturing has come alive across the heartland. Okay, well, thanks we, to Trump. Well, and, it started to. And then it was shut back down again. Yeah. And the future will be made in America, no matter what the white supremacists and the extremists say. That is such a weird turn of phrase because the the people that he wants to identify with white supremacists are the ones who have been pushing for made in America. Yeah. The you, the me's, Uncle Joe's, and so forth. It's so weird. And again, I'll point out. I, there might be white supremacists out there, but I don't know any. I don't think they yeah, really no, exist I, as a group. I, you know, it's like... I don't think they've existed for a long time. I, I mean, I'm sure that there are individuals who, who are kind of like that, and they get together and they do their little rah-rah once in a while, but not it's, it's, in any sense that has any meaning to American life. I Okay, I do not know anyone who's... Yeah, I don't know a single person purely white. Who's, who's white supremacist. I don't know any person whose family, blood family, is purely white. Oh, right. Right. Everybody's got color sprinkled in here and there. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's time to face reality. There's no white supremacy to speak of, and we need to yeah. quit talking about it. But it's a good... Well, it, it, yeah. He uses it because it's a good way to... It's a good thing to call the megas because... That way, there's more of an excuse. I think it's getting old, though. I don't think that many people fall for it. Even but even the Sotos, I don't think they even fall for it. No, but they sure like to repeat it. Yeah, you're but it, right. it kind of serves the it serves the purpose of the um, you know the same purpose as the enemy in the war in 1984. Yeah, yeah, it, you we know, need the, an enemy. Yeah. It, it's a it's a it's a rallying point, and and the difference is that unlike conservatives, which you know conservatives generally aren't looking for battles, that that's kind of why they're conservative. That's why that's why that's why we we have gotten ourselves into such a pickle. Uh, conservatives yeah. aren't looking for battles, but there are plenty of of people who are looking for battles and looking for an enemy and they don't really care about the truth of it. They just want something that they can link their emotional angst onto so that they can A, blame somebody else for their woes and B, have something that, that they feel like they can do about it that everybody else is going along with them okay. doing. Well, you know, what You're does this sound like? This is the left. You're okay. These You're are social justice people. warriors. Yeah, yeah, regular people. And that's who he's pandering to here. That's what this demagoguery is, you know, I, I mean, the Karens. Laid out there for. You know, who, who just, they look for anything to jump on. And racism is an easy one. Oh, he's racist. Yeah. Therefore, he's, you know, a bad guy. And I, I can... Turn him into the government and do and stand there and watch stormtroopers destroy his family and 
not feel bad about what what I did. Right. You know, or not just, feel bad for my part in it and not feel sympathy for him and not feel like the government's doing. As a matter of fact, I feel vindicated. I or, feel like, ooh, I'm helping. I mean, even if it doesn't go there, I can dislike him without actually knowing anything about what he thinks. Well, yeah. that You know, I, I could just emotionally like, uh, lump him in as, oh, racist, therefore I can dislike him, therefore I don't have to, to be nice to him. And I think I th- all of this, um, I think this, what's going on right here, is linked to the masks, which is linked to the uh, strange phenomenon of people living through their phones and no longer looking up and speaking to people. And oh, yeah. that's yeah. all linked together by creating a condition where we all have some kind of relationship with each other, but nobody has a personal relationship anymore. Nobody talks to each other. And I think like we're about to get the perfect storm because it created this great condition where I mean, even Hitler, all the dictators before used people, Karens, to turn other people in um, successfully. You know, and I'll tell you what, the communist countries often used uh, teenagers, young young Mm -hmm. teenagers who... um, Returning their parents and that kind of thing. Yeah, who... Have you seen that movie, uh, The Killing Fields? No. Okay, that's worth a watch. Um, I guess it was about Cambodia uh, oh, okay. turning communist. Like um, Pol Pot? He, yeah. He was and, the Cambodia guy, right? Yeah. And I guess part of it was, you know, all of the people who needed to be re-educated would be re-educated by these young teenagers who would, you know... Who would kill it's without thinking about it, and it's it just for, for some to, reason yeah, um, to be safe. You know, well, in 1984, the the kids were turning in their parents and stuff like that, and it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that kind of thing has always been there. It's easy to take a group of people who are used to having authority over them and make them feel like, hey, you don't have to have this authority over you. You can break out of that by doing this and turning your parents in and then even making that worse because now you don't have relationships with the people you're turning in uh, because you don't see their faces. Uh, You see their mask or you see them in the phone and that's all you see. They're not real people. on one level, this this could be – and it's kind of weird because cell phones are like in, – in this theory, cell phones are really more opportunistic, uh, an opportunity that more than anything else. But my right. son was pointing out to me how, you know, as a general um, approach to things, this idea of, of universal education um, is historically very new. Yeah. And it wasn't until he had an exact – date, but early 20th century, that it became the norm for kids to go all the way through and graduate from high school, kind of a social expectation. And within a generation of those kids, now we're getting into the 50s and 60s, it became the norm. Kids were being taught that it's normal to 
have a little bit of rebellion against your parents. It's setting up the us versus them. Yeah. And from that time on, it has just become more and more stark to where now it's almost completely uh, driven in the direction of, oh, yeah, your parents are old school. They don't know anything. Um, you need to to not listen to anything that they say. Just, you know, smile and nod and and ignore them completely because here's the new way and this is what it's all about and, and so on and so forth. But this is a process that's been going on for about a century. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And the, 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 I think the, the cell phones and the masks were the nails in the coffin that we're going to see soon. Yeah. We'll be seeing a, but the thing is, people can't sustain on that kind of life. We're going to continue to see a rise in suicides. Yeah, you're right. And it's a shame. Because it's going to lead to depression and everything else. Yeah, and it, it does. Yeah, it does already. It's, we're, we're seeing a lot more suicide. Um, I don't know what the stats are at this point. They have, you know, Netflix shows glorifying suicide. It's, oh, wow. It's almost like, um, Children of Men. Have you ever read that book? No. Okay. The, the suicide, uh, crowd was a much bigger thing in the book than it was in the oh, movie. Oh, okay. Than it was in the movie. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, okay, then, you know, he kind of, one of the things he finished off was, was, uh, speak up, speak out, and get engaged, which kind of, I'm telling you, this is all about turning people in. That's what most yeah. of this speech was about. That's what get engaged is at this point. Yeah, turn people in. Um, I, I don't have too much more to say about it. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I don't have any more of my chronological notes to talk about. No, this is clearly a, um, I mean, this is a, an odd piece of, of demagoguery. And I almost wonder if it's testing the limits of, you know, because you pointed out how, like, the FBI is, is, you know, engaged in various activities that seem to be, uh, how much will, how much will they, the agents themselves, the organization, how much will they stand for and allow themselves to be used and targeted at people and, and so on and so forth. But I, I wonder if this is, this is almost like a trial balloon speech, like, hey, let's just outright lie to the American people. Like you said, yeah. we know what's going on. They know we know, but let's see if we can get away with it anyway. Yeah. I wonder if that's what's going on here. Um, yeah, because it's so. Some of the lies are so bizarre, and um, yeah, I mean, we're talking about recent history. We're not talking about some, you know, long past history that only twenty percent of the people would even know about if they read books and 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 you change the facts in order to suit your current narrative. We're not talking about that. This is thing. These are the things that people live through in the last few years of their lives and yeah. he's changing them and, I, and yeah i mean flipping them upside down the economy is strong right now i yeah who thinks that who could possibly think we have a strong economy it's i yeah maybe maybe that's what it is let's let's see what happens 
<clears throat> let's, let's see just do how it. boldly we can lie and get away with it. You know, or it's it's maybe it's testing the loyalty of news organizations. Let's see which news organizations are really on our side and which ones are going to call us out on the that lies. Could be. See, here's the thing. Sometimes I think that the reason they chose Biden to win this presidency was to kind of stick it in her face that it doesn't really matter whose face they put there. They were showing us they're going to do what they want because it's not we've Biden got anyway. Control it's, now. Yeah, yeah, it's the deep. We've state. got control right. now, and we'll pick purposely pick the worst person we can find, the person that no one likes, no Democrats like Biden. Yeah, and we're going to make him president just to show you you no longer have control. Accept it. We be. are in control now. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, demoralizing. That's. That's what I think of course, Biden is about. This is a podcast about Catholic things, so what yeah. they're all missing is that it's really God who's in control. Um, yeah, God already Pilot, knows all this. Pilot wasn't <laughs> in control. Pilot was in That's power right. because God put him in power. Mm-hmm. And right now, God allowed them to take control. And maybe he'll continue to. We don't know. but Yeah, it might be, you know. Ten more centuries, be- or not centuries, ten more generations uh, before things right themselves um, in the historical, uh, you know, storm. The thing to do now is to hunker down and to train your kids to be Catholic and, if need be, train them to be martyrs. That's yeah. what needs to happen now. They've got to be Catholic. They've got to love Christ so much that they're willing to die. And train them to think. Yeah. Uh, which the church has always encouraged. Yeah. Say the rosary. Um, that's what needs to happen. Yep. All right. What do you think? We got anything else? Nope. I think we've All exhausted right. that. We beat that horse. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about news. Man, there's some weird stuff. Um, first of all, I don't know why it's announced, but YouTube now has 10 years of data for minutes watched as opposed to you know when they when they first started what they would track is the number of clicks that your video got oh okay now they track the number of minutes that are watched and that's that's what the algorithm is it doesn't matter how many times your uh video was clicked on what matters is how many oh. minutes did somebody because if somebody clicks on it video. and they like First 10 seconds, that's not for me. Clicks away from it. Yeah. Um, But they're announcing now that they have 10 years worth of this data. Uh, I don't know what it means, but I just thought I'd talk about it. Did they announce a big winner, like a number one contributor or a content maker with with the most minutes watched or whatever? No, they're just announcing that we've been doing this for exactly 10 years now. That's a dumb announcement. Yeah. Use the data to say something interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, in California, in Furnace Creek, California, the temperature, they reach a temperature of 127 degrees. That's the hot, that's the world record for September. Furnace Creek, California? That should have yeah. been a nonsense news item. I did not know about yeah. that. <laughs> Furnace Creek, California, 127 degrees. 100- 
Whew. That is That's hot. hot. That would suck. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> can you imagine not having air conditioner in... Furnace oh Creek. gosh, I yeah, terrible. yeah. I mean that's 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 where people that's start dropping saving. off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this should be a nonsense, but here we go. Uh, G seven, the group of nations G seven, which includes America, mm-hmm. have announced that they're going to put a price cap on Russian oil. I had to read that. Okay, wait a minute. I thought they weren't buying. Then, I thought we weren't going to buy Russian oil anymore. But that's silly. We can't not buy Russian oil. So now it's, well, we'll buy oil. it, but we're not going to pay more than this much per barrel for it. Yeah, that's what they mean. That's... It's, <laughs> so I don't, don't know why they... Say, <laughs> and why Russia, don't they just admit that, that their whole anti-Russian oil thing was, was poorly conceived to begin with? Yeah. The funny thing is, Russia is like... You don't want to pay more, then you're not going to buy it. I mean, imagine going exactly. to a store Russia and putting a, on it. a price cap on the store owner's goods. Yeah, it's so dumb. I'm not going to spend more than than ninety cents, cents per Twinkie at your store. Okay, yeah, and the well, store owner's like, okay. I'll see. I'll you. sell them to the people who will spend spend more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. It's the cost of Twinkies, <laughs> which is exactly what Russia said. It is so dumb. Okay. Okay, fine. You want? I we won't sell you oil. So uh, they shut off the Nord Stream One, which it was shut off anyway for maintenance for that. three days. Oh, okay. it was shut down was... for three days for maintenance. But now mm-hmm. they've said, "All right, we're just not going to turn it back on." So they didn't turn it back on. And now, okay, well, they've said, "Until you take this back, until you stop even saying it, you're not getting any oil." And Europe is now without Russian oil. Oh, wow. And I guess that means America will be without Russian oil. I suppose. Um, There are some people who are encouraging them to also put a price cap on uh, natural gas. And I guess Russia's response was, okay, go ahead. You won't get get natural gas either. Actually... Nord Stream I 1 that's is affect. a natural gas pipeline. It's not... I think... I don't think Nord Stream 1 uh, pumps oil. I think that's only natural... No, wait a minute. It must... I it thought must, that was the thing. Is it it must be both. Pipeline. Oh, really? That's interesting. Uh, Russia announces that gas flows through the Nord Stream 1 natural gas pipeline to Europe will not resume until sanctions against Russia are lifted. Hmm. Uh, okay, so it does. Following the G7's gas. announcement, Russia announces that flows through the Nord Stream One natural gas line to Europe will not resume tomorrow because of the because of a reported oil leak in a turbine. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so oil leak could mean something that doesn't necessarily mean the pipe is leaking. That could be, that could be okay. like like yeah, that's like an engine leak oil okay. or something like that, right? Yeah. So, uh, I guess let's expect gas prices to go up yet again because... Uh, yeah. Well, I wonder we, if it's going to affect uh, in any way my... Because um, next week I'm heading to Ireland for a pilgrimage. Um, I would say so. And, it, you know, it's about a 10-day. We're going to see uh, where Our Lady visited in Knock, um, as well as, you know, a number of Irish cathedrals. 
Um, so, but I would say, I it's I mean it, in theory that the trip's already paid for, so it's not like the price is going to go way up. But we yeah, can get there and the find out that food is suddenly a lot you know a lot more expensive yeah. or something like that. Right. I don't know. I I would I would say Europe's got some hard times coming to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is all self-inflicted. This is all created for the sake of creating a uh, disorganized, chaotic world that the mm-hmm. federal government can come in and save. Yeah. Um, I and maybe there's people who still don't know this, but I would say you're an idiot if you don't know this yet. <laughs> Uh, 27 ancient artifacts that were in the Metropolitan Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City were seized by federal investigators under the suspicion that they were looted. So these are artifacts that were from Italy and Egypt. And I guess apparently... I don't know if they mean looted like... 200 years ago or looted like 10 years ago I don't oh mm-hmm. I couldn't figure this out but they're saying they were stolen but they don't call it stolen they call it looted but okay. like I mean if you have uh, I think the Egyptian, difference is that like stolen is like if a thief goes in and steals like a burglar or something like that right I think that's like, that's the only distinction they're making if you if you're at an Egyptian dig and you, I guess, if you sneak off with something, I guess technically you're looting. I, there, I, there's a somebody paid a, for the uh, dig, and there's a modern sentiment that taking things from existing like tombs and that kind of stuff is looting and is wrong. Period. Yeah. Whether whether you're carting them off to your home or to a museum, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. But that that is kind of the modern sentiment. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you know Mikhail Gorbachev died? Died. Oh yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, so his funeral was this week. Mm-hmm. In Moscow. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, he was a a. Uh, he was I our public how, enemy. You know. Well, we you know kids. the thing is, yeah, when we were kids, but but he was. He was the one who allowed Reagan to win the Cold War. Yeah. And he, at a time that he could have clamped down and brought the the full kind of Russian um, harshness, imperial harshness to bear on the countries of the Soviet Union, he allowed the Soviet Union to dissolve. Uh, I don't know what his, I can't speak to his motivations or anything, but but he seemed to have a... A sort of relationship with Ronald Reagan that oh, yeah. allowed sort of the, the world history to evolve the way it did during those those decades. And I, honestly, even though he was like the big enemy because he's rushed the you know the, the Russian prime minister. Yeah. At when we were kids, I actually think of him rather fondly now. Yeah. Well, he lost so. I know, but he lost, and he he took a gracious path to that that he didn't have to take. I, I guess, yeah, he did. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying Estimate. to imagine, like, somebody like Putin in his shoes would never have 
allowed history right. to evolve the way it did. Right. He'll just let his people starve to death before mm-hmm. allowing, allowing the yeah the, the union the, to dissolve. Exactly. Right. Or like Biden. Um, An estimated 70,000 people marched in the Czech Republic's capital, the city of Prague, demanding that the government do more to control the soaring energy prices in the country and voicing opposition to the country's involvement in the Russian-Ukraine war. Um, Uh, Okay, is the Czech Republic... I, I am woefully um, ignorant about European politics. Is the Czech Republic on, you know, coming down on the Russian side or the Ukrainian side? The Russian side. The, they're reporting oh. it saying that uh, some of the organizers were communists. So- I would not doubt that because if they're if they're saying, hey, quit being involved in this war... And at the same time, do something about rising energy energy costs. The way to do something about rising energy costs is to buy energy from Russia. That's the only way. Uh, Wait, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, for a country I mean, in, in the eastern Eastern Europe like that. So, I, I'm think thinking it makes perfect sense that some of these organizers are communists because of the, um, you know, the the, the weird yeah. discrepancy there, the contradictions. Yeah. Uh, let's see. NASA suspends the inaugural launch of Artemis One rocket. Really? This is for a second time because there was a fuel leak, and it oh. made it. It caused like a two-hour delay, and then finally they called it off. So I don't. I mean, this is this is supposed to go and orbit the moon. Okay. I don't know if it's going to stay in orbit around the moon or if it's just going to circle it once and come back. Um, if it's non-manned, why bring it back? Just have it yeah, orbit well, and keep sending unless data. It's, is that all it does is send data or maybe it collects something? Oh, like they have a lander or something like that? that, that yeah, that I don't useful. know. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe there's some stuff uh, they want to get. Yeah. Ten people are killed. 15 others wounded, injured, and a mass stabbing in James Smith Cree Nation and a nearby village in Canada. Wow. So it, this is like an Indian reservation. And, oh, okay. But, okay. Still, this, 10 this in people Canada, killed. Though. I know. That's I, like 25 I, I don't people know if, got hit with this knife. At a, I mean, I'm trying to think of a mass stabbing in the United States... It would it wouldn't get that far before somebody pulled out a gun and shot them, or even just tackled them. I mean, yeah, people, I mean, grab well, a baseball people, bat for heaven's sake. Twenty five people, twenty five people, and Man. nobody said, "Hey, these two guys are stabbing people. Let's get them. Let's let's bash them over the head with with bricks or yeah, something. Anything. Um, that's so bizarre to me. Uh, that is really. Then weird. later later in the week, one of the suspect. It was two guys. One of the sex spus, blah, can't say it. One of the suspects, <laughs> suspects. <laughs> uh, was found dead, and then the next day after that, uh, the other suspect was taken into custody. But I can't oh. really find any information on the suspects. So they have the live, a live have- suspect, which means they may be able to figure out why they were doing it. Right, and maybe. 
get more. It might just be too crazy, guys. I mean, people do crazy things nowadays. Uh, Wisconsin and North Carolina expand their eligibility for the monkeypox vaccine in at-risk communities. I wonder what an at-risk community, like a gay community. But maybe that's what they're talking about. I, I would think, you know, maybe more like drug communities. It's not. It, I don't. But think it's, it's not even passed drug by drugs thing. yet. It's still it's only, only gay, a gay, thing by right gay now. sex. Yeah, and I'm not sure, but I think it's gay male sex. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. So that's what AIDS was transmitted initially. Yeah, by. yeah. Um, so, so I don't know. I know they're trying to scare us with this and at risk community. Yeah, that, that must mean people, like like the cats. They know. tried to keep the cat in the bag about it being a gay disease, but the cat's mm-hmm. out of the bag, and we all know yeah. now. And everybody knows. So just they can keep talking about it, but we know that since I'm not gay, I'm not really at risk, so I'm not going to worry about. I'm it. Not going to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, this guy, Griff, Griffin, a commissioner of Ottero County, New Mexico, is barred from public office by a state judge because of his involvement in the, quote, January 6th attack. Um, <laughs> this is just disgusting. This is That's ridiculous. But oh, again, you mean the January 6th attack on citizens where the, the police in the Capitol killed people? That attack? Yeah. <laughs> it's the only attack I'm aware of. It's just... So, I, don't, I mean, but this is exactly what this whole episode is about, is that yeah. this stuff is coming. It's like, just rewrite the news, even here. recent news, and people will go along with it. Yeah. Uh, that's all my news. Oh, okay. We're going fast well, today. <clears throat> we are going fast. Well, that's fine, because yeah. I, I don't know... Um, I'm, I'm going to try to make it next. What the heck? You know what? I think my mouse ran out of batteries, so I'm going to have to go grab a battery uh, real quick before I can right. do my news. Uh, but that's fine, because I have one right here nearby. I'll talk about, uh, like, if you subscribe and you were one, and, and you you saw our episode pop up last week and downloaded it right away, you got one conversation. And then if you waited a day or two, you got another uh, Wait, another why? recording. Because I have a number of steps I go through when I produce them. Uh-huh. And um, one of those things is to truncate silence. And I forgot to oh, do that. okay. And I, it cuts... I You would be surprised how natural we sound versus how we sound when I don't do that. <laughs> There's... And I guess it, it depends on the subject. I know, like today, <laughs> today, probably not much will be truncated because... Yeah, uh, I mean, we were practically we talking, talking over each other. <laughs> yeah. But, like, last week was... Um, last week, we were kind of grasping, looking for more to say, and there were a lot of silences and... So I, I put the episode together, uploaded it, then went to Columbus or something. And driving there, I'm listening to it, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, i got to get back and redo this. <laughs> okay, so if anybody decided 
these guys are taking too long to say what they're going to say. I'm done listening to this episode. Go yeah. back and re-listen now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a little bit better put together now. That's why we don't do live shows and probably never will yeah. do live shows. It's it's just something fun we do once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to do next week, but I can't promise that I'll be available. And the week after mm-hmm. that, I will not be able to do. I'll be out of the country. So, all right, all right. So, uh, let's see. I've got some items here. Um, so, uh, I guess some somebody in New York received a package, opened up, and found that it was filled with lizards and iguanas. Um, wow. That's a weird way of saying, isn't an iguana a kind of lizard? But regardless. Well, kind of, yeah. But I mean, that's like saying, oh, I opened both? this package and it was filled with, with snakes and boa constrictors. Yeah. I'm looking at so, the picture and it looks like they're all the same species. Oh, okay. So maybe it is like iguana lizards. But they, it's unclear it's a prank. Oh, okay. So he doesn't know who sent them even. It's just, he got this package, and, and yeah. There's, well, the reason I thought this was funny, I, I, the, the news article is actually about the fact that a surprising number of live animal deliveries end up going to the wrong address. Ah, uh, okay. And the reason that's that caught my eye is because my son just recently, um, what, I, maybe a month ago, um, bought a lizard, a, a, a <laughs> A, it's actually a, a black. I want to. I want to see if I can say this right. Black something water monitor, or or black something monitor, not a water monitor, but but yeah, um, like black face monitor or something like that. I'm sure that's it's like not a it. giant. It's a giant. It, it's. I mean, it, the yeah. the thing itself when it arrived was only like six inches long plus a tail. Yeah, but it will grow to be about six feet long. As yeah, it'll be like a. Like a crocodile. Yeah. And these these monitors we were, are... The, we were just making fun of people. Who did. <laughs> yeah. And now you've got um, one in your house. It's in my house and it's in the base. But the thing is, these monitors are... It's kind of like... Um, it's not like... You know, like you saw the movie... Well, maybe you didn't. I don't know if you like these kind of movies. But like Alien... Where the yeah. alien creature, when it gets away, it's like fast and it scurries into a corner and then out of the room. Right. And if you don't get it right away, you know, um, they're not like that. They're they're kind of slow, and if if you know, you can see where they're going. Uh, if it's gonna tail whip you or something like that, you have plenty of warning. You just back off and get away. Um, yeah. So it's not really like a big deal. Um, but the I would thing think about- that they would stink. Well, uh, I don't know. Not so far, at least not not okay. that we can smell throughout the house. Um, okay. But this particular kind of monitor, uh, my son, you know, kind of looked at. He always does research before he gets stuff. Yeah. Generally, they're not bred in captivity, so the one he got is probably something that was captured in the wild somewhere and then shipped to him. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, my my daughter has a snake. Mm-hmm. It's gotten out like two or three times. Oh, how do you find it? It'll be it? lost. I don't know. It, it'll be lost for a day or two, and then it'll just turn up. Like Oh, that's weird. Like back in the cage the light, or nearby? or No. 
like last time it was gone for like two or three days and then Bella woke up and, and she felt something on her feet and she looked down and there it was on her bed. That's, that is so weird. I, uh, I would freak out. I would like take it and whip it. Yeah. It'd be dead. Get out of here. (laughs) It'd be dead. But like we do, I, you know how like, okay, when you're a kid, you find a frog and you have to put it in a box and then Mm -hmm. take it home and, and then it dies in the jar a day later. Because you you don't think to give it food and air and stuff like that. Yeah. But we're one of those families who will, Hey, let's get an aquarium and, Put it in an aquarium and feed it stuff yeah. and put, keep put it alive for a long screen time. Screen on top and food, um, proper food, and everything. Yeah. But we had this tree frog that we found at camp. Actually, Tyler's the one who found it, um, and we had it for like I, several months. But it would get out almost once a week, and huh. it would just show up like attached to a wall, like sitting on a wall, mm-hmm. and. You, it made a weird noise every morning, so that's how we'd end up finding it. Oh. But uh, <laughs> it constantly got out, and we would find it in another room just hanging on a wall, sitting there, and, and then we'd put it back in, and then the next week it would get out. I don't know how it kept getting out. I guess the kids kept... Uh, but we often lose animals and find them again. Huh. Well, you know, there was... Um, for a... While in Michigan, I worked in this building that was four stories, lots of of glass going all the way up and that kind of stuff. And I was on my way down. And between the third and fourth stories, there was this weird clump. At first, I thought it was like some mud that somebody slung and stuck against the window. When I got down to the landing, I looked closer. It was a frog, frog. like stuck to the glass three stories up, three and a half stories up. Wow. It was I mean, it weird. I don't know what kind there. of frog. I don't know frogs enough to say what kind it was. Some kind of tree frogs. They climb that way. They'll go up on a wall and then they'll just sit there. And I, I think they're like basking must, in the sun. That must be it. Yeah. I think that's why yeah, that makes there. sense. Because it was sunny and stuff. But that means it had to climb all the way back down there. To After it was done. Get to, yeah. <laughs> I don't they know. Maybe they're a forever. thing like, like maybe they can... can you know, maybe at their terminal velocity for falling, they're able to withstand the impact, and so it's okay to just let go. Could be. Anyway, um, next one. Uh, this is kind of um, weird. This cow got his head stuck in a tree. You, you can kind of see the back of the cow and where it got its head stuck in, and then you can see the front of the head poking through. Some firefighters yeah. had to get it out. It, it's kind of it kind of reminds me of the the um, kind of the neck brace we used to put our goats in when we milked them. Yeah, or a kid getting his head stuck in the banister. <laughs> in the banisters, exactly. Um, <laughs> I wonder how they got. I wonder if they just pulled it out or if they cut the tree. Well, let's see if it. I mean, it says uh, th- this. By the way, is is on the Isle of Wight in um, uh, England, Britain. Oh, okay. Well, they're uh, British. By enlarging the hole Figures. and manipulating the animal's head until it was free from the tree. So they didn't want to cut the oh, tree down completely. Okay, so, but it's it's wood. So you could put like a jack, like a high, uh. Oh, you yeah, could, like, even a like floor jack. Jaws of life kind of thing. Yeah, that um, makes sense. That's probably what they did. Pry them apart and it's wood, so it'll, uh, grow, it'll be fine. But it took okay. them three hours. Idiots. 
You're British. <laughs> yeah, I know. In America, we would have had a, had the cow free in no time. Yeah, and then we. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. But looking at the face of the cow, it does not look panicked or anything. Yeah, it just looks like kind of. Mm, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of bummed out. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> He's thinking. I wish this had happened somewhere other than England. Yeah, she said it happened on the American farm, and the farmer had been like, "Get the hell out of there!" And pulled him, yanked him one time, and he'd be out. That's right. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, at first, when I read this headline, so this is like cocaine. It says eleven point eight million dollars worth, and and they say fifteen hundred pounds. Hidden in a shipment of baby wipes. What I what I don't know is, are are the wipes? Are, is like the cocaine like attached to the wipes? Like you got to take the wipes and process them to recover it, or was it like a oh, box of baby wipes yeah. and then some bricks of cocaine in it? I I don't. I'm ha- you know, um, it, it, like in in crime shows, they they'll show things like, oh, you can turn cocaine into anything. And mm-hmm. then get it somewhere, and then turn it back into turn cocaine. It back. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that really exists. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but I I question that whole process. It's we like I remember when they had diamonds. glass. You know, they had panes of glass, and yeah. it was like you get it there, and then you take the glass and melt it, and it's cocaine again. It's like give me a break. You can't do that. It's dumb. <laughs> well. Anyway, baby wipes. So, uh, you know, if your baby starts acting weird after you uh, change their diaper, um, maybe call the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. (laughs) I wonder, things like this, do they try it out first? Because that much cocaine, it was was found by dogs. And you would think that you would, maybe, maybe there's nothing you can hide it in that won't be discovered by dogs. I have a feeling that's close like to a... true. I mean, because you dogs are so sensitive, you'd have to have something that, first of all, you, you seal the cocaine in, and no molecules escape. Yeah. And then you have to somehow eliminate all the molecules that got on the outside of your packaging, right? And then seal that into something that still doesn't let molecules escape. It it may be possible, but I think it's doggone hard. Ha ha, doggone. Okay, so do they do they try these things out, or maybe like this is one ship? Oh, like oh the dog the dog found 50. one. Let's open one up and see if it's really cocaine, kind of thing. Well, I'm just saying that if you had that much cocaine, would you put it all in one basket and try to ship it? Because it's like if oh. the dog finds it, you're done as a drug dealer. But yeah, maybe- why not split it up? Okay, we put a pound of cocaine in this shipment, a pound of that. I don't know it. Yeah. Or or have they been doing this for years, and this is the first time it finally got... If they got confident enough to put uh, $11 million worth of Coke in one shipment, they must be pretty confident that it's going to get through, you know? And, and yeah. now they're like, okay, we've done it 80 times, and... Or, or did they keep building up? How did it? How did it come to this? You know, the thing is that eleven million dollars in in the drug industry, yeah, uh, is 
I mean, that's like, for that to get confiscated is like, you know, all doggone, I, I lost, you know, I left a $20 bill somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, in terms yeah, of my personal these, budget. These people make trillions. And yeah. So, I mean, maybe this stuff goes on regularly, and this is just one of those cases where, you know, it wasn't sealed as well as it was supposed to be, and the dogs found it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they, I mean, I guess they can open every, I mean, you know, container, or they can do it randomly or whatever they're allowed to on imports and stuff like that. But you know that from a, uh, logistics point of view, just having the people and the time and everything, they can't right. open every container and check it out. Right. But the dogs found it. So didn't the, the dogs, dogs find found it, it before? Right. Yeah, I I do not know. I don't know enough about drug smuggling. I'll if if I knew about that much about drug smuggling industry. smuggling we would be I rich. might not let on that I knew anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is one that is uh, let's just say it's going to invite some conspiracy theories. Um, in, uh, I'm going to say Lichtenstein. I, I don't, it's either Lichtenstein or Liechtenstein. Um, probably Liechtenstein. Um, the parliament of that country was discussing a proposal to require earthquake insurance. I, I don't know if they're talking about for houses, like, you know, like regular residences or what. But while the parliament was in discussions, an earthquake hit. This is a very tiny... They had to all run outside. Huh. That is uh, ironic. (laughs) Well, like I said, it's going to invite some conspiracy theories. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. I would like to live there. It's in New Zealand, right? Some of the pictures. Well, it's like between... uh, it's between no, not, not Austria, and Austria and Switzerland. Uh, I was thinking Australia. Okay, so Liechtenstein. Um, you know what? I need it's to. It's just this tiny little mind. principality. I, they're not even calling it a country. It's just a principality of another country. I, I don't. That that's not the way they're acting. It's like it's its own thing. Um, because they have their own parliament. Yeah, it's between it's Austria and Switzerland. Principality between Austria and Switzerland, known for its medieval it like castles, it's airplane lands, castles, alpine landscapes, and villages. Huh? Can you imagine like that being be from cool. a place like that? Why would you ever leave? I know. <laughs> That's why there's nobody from Liechtenstein or yeah. Liechtenstein. Yeah, but that's where the that's where like probably the rich of the rich. Go. You know, that's, mm-hmm. you have to be mega, mega, mega rich to be there. And those are the people controlling the weather. So, yeah, conspiracy <laughs> theories. That's, that's, yeah, but the thing is, it's like, okay, so the people who want to sell earthquake insurance had to make sure that this earthquake hit while the parliament were discussing whether right. to mandate earthquake insurance. <laughs> that's wow. funny. Anyway. Okay. That is all my news today. All right. Um, that's are are you doing trivia? Oh wait 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 yeah 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 yeah. Let's let's do a Bible trivia. Hold on. Okay. Get my uh, dice roller. 
and pull my card out. Okay, uh, roll from one to six, and it comes up six. Six again. I don't think this dice roll is truly random. I'm going to get a real die sometime. Okay, number six. What is the word used to explain the three-in-one Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Seriously? What is the that's, word Trinity? The, but that's yeah, not a Bible. That's, that's not even biblical, but that is the answer, they say. That's not really, yeah, that's not really biblical. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do a second one because of that. Okay, but I think because, so like, a lot of Christians wouldn't know that. It's it's a Catholic really? thing more than a Christian thing, I think. I, maybe. Like, the ones <clears throat> who study might, but just yeah, the, the Bible like, oh, yeah, numbers the... might not even know the word Trinity. Trinity, yeah, because it isn't biblical. Yeah. All right. This time it came up number three. So, number three is... Let me see what the three category actual... Okay, objects and events. Okay. I don't know why they link those two together. As evidence of taking a vow, what did Paul and... What did Paul do in Sincrea? As evidence of taking a vow. It must be talking about... This would have probably been... I I don't know, but I I did not know hand? the answer to this. I'm I'm gonna go look this up though because before you say you don't know, before I give you the answer, let me see if there's a different uh, pronunciation or word for that um, place. Okay, because I my guess is he cut his hand. That's because that's what we all did as kids. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought maybe that's where it came from. But what what was the vow? What vow was he taking? That's my question. It does not even say. It just says at Sencria he did this for he had a vow. He he stayed he stayed uh days, then took leave of the brethren, sailed for Syria, and with him took Priscilla and Aquila. At so and such and such place he did this for he had a vow, and they came to Ephesus and he left them there. But he himself left Priscilla and Aquila there. He himself went into the synagogue and argued with the Jews. Huh. No, I don't know. It wasn't cutting his hand, but it was cutting something. He shaved his head. Oh, okay. He cut his and hair. all it says is he shaved his head for he had a vow. Doesn't say what the vow was or anything. I wonder if that's like when he made a vow of chastity or... Could be something like that. You know? Yeah, like he vowed... Like celibacy, not to get married or something. Right. By the way, I wonder if if any of our listeners, you know, there's there people bandy about words uh, related to sex, um, and I think sometimes people don't understand the differences. So, oh, like, yeah, chastity. because I meant I meant the word celibacy, not chastity. Exactly. Right. That's how it celibacy yeah. means you don't get married. Yeah, uh, continence means... continence means you don't have sex, and chastity means that your all of your rules. sexual behavior is in a right uh, is ordered well. You know, you, right. if you have sex, it's within marriage. You know, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did anyway. need to say celibacy. Oh, I know, okay. but it's it's you know I I. I 
I only learned that myself fairly recently in my life. Oh. I didn't know that as a kid growing up. We never learned that yeah. in any religion class. They don't tell... You didn't, we didn't learn anything in religion class. Religion class was a joke where you sit around color pictures and made... It really was. Made felt banners and... Or even yeah. in high school, it's like, you know, it was stupid stuff. Hey, talk about somebody that you think is a prophet in our day. You know, yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah, it's a shame. All right. Um, all right. I guess... Uh, That's think it. Think about what we said, folks, and uh, as always... Go raw and circle the beads. And we, hey, check out uh, our website. I made some graphics for uh, Rosary as Weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check uh, some of those out. And, and uh, I, submit I made a your few own more. And vote on Did the you, ones that we have. And and if, you, uh, if, if you're a designer and you can do more than we can because I'm not a designer, if you could do <laughs> neater stuff with this, uh, get in touch with me and I will give you the graphics. But did you see the, the Bind Evil Pray the Rosary graphics, Danny? No. Okay, the, the bind... go check that page out again. Okay. The Bind There's some, Evil? Uh, bind Evil, Slay Evil, Say the Rosary. You'll see what I mean. Okay. Uh, some go check that out. Alright. Well, folks, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.